Coach Podcast, episode number 34. Um, it is, what is it? Is it 18th of the 1st? So 18th of January 2024 currently. And today I'm going to talk about mental health. Um, this is kind of off the back of a little workshop I done yesterday in a school in Glasgow. So I, I, I delivered a workshop for seven different groups of S1 pupils. So there's about 300 pupils across the morning and it was literally a bite sides snapshot of mental health and we really focused quite a lot on anxiety um because it's quite prevalent in in teenagers and preteens. So we really honed in on that and, and the kind of it got really, really interactive. It was really good. Um but yeah I just thought I would bring bits of it to here. Um just talking about mental health. And kind of different things I've been thinking about over the last few days. Quite a bold statement, but there's an element of mental health that is a lifestyle. So, and what I mean by that is that you can create a certain, a certain mindset, a certain, a certain um, negative thought process, or you can create a certain mindset, a certain positive thought process. Now that is not going, I'm not going to try and say that it's, there isn't other, other elements to that. Of course there is. It's not quite as black and white as that. Sometimes there's there's different um things that come into play that does make a certain mental health issue, which I don't like to use. I don't like to use the word issue, but can uh, make these arise um but mental health what I asked those kids was like what is it and they were kind of throwing out like your head and da, 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 and all these different things and some of the um, answers were brilliant and some of them were quite concerning I then also asked do we all have it and for the most part everybody agreed that we, we all did but there was a few that were like no absolutely not because they just have that automatic assumption that we are talking about and this was before I mentioned anything like anxiety or anything like that uh, people do have that automatic assumption that whole stigma that whole um kind of a, I feel like it's still a little bit of a a taboo like don't talk about it like it's not there but we all do have mental health we all have it sometimes it's in a really good spot and sometimes it's in a, in a, in a not so good spot and recognizing it and um appreciating that there is ways in which you can manage it and there is ways in which you can um try and um lessen the interruption to your life that that might have so some of the things I just wanted to go through with you was we were talking, like I said, about anxiety and we we're talking about the different symptoms that you would maybe feel like I had said, what is it? It's, it is normal, by the way. I did, I did like totally emphasise the fact that it's normal. It should, it's everybody experiences it in some way, shape or form within their life. Like, And I went through the kind of list of different things like feeling agitated, tense, restless, sensitive to criticism, worrying about things, avoiding difficult or new situations, withdrawing, trouble concentrating, trouble sleeping, changed eating habits. And let's face it, the list is endless for stuff like that. And we then spoke about like the physical symptoms of that. And this is again, it's specific to anxiety, um, like the racing heart rate, the feeling dizzy, the sweating, the shaking, the shortness of breath, the butterflies in your stomach, the headaches, and that actually you can get a lot of aches, especially in your shoulders, your neck and your upper back, because that's where you will hold tension when you're feeling a bit a bit nervous or anxious. And then I asked the kids, like, what 
what things might make you feel anxious about and this and there was it was so well answered by so many different um kids um which was really really lovely to see that actually they they are starting to open up because at first it was kind of much much less interaction I feel like and then as they've got to kind of hear um we were saying things like oh my goodness it's normal like and, and then started to open up and really explore what that might be what what could that what could that look like where might you feel it etc etc and then I kind of took a wee bit of a side swerve and I went on to kind of limit and beliefs because I feel like a lot of anxiety actually comes from that the limiting beliefs, the beliefs you have about yourself, um, that really impacts the way in which you behave, especially as a teenager, as a preteen. And there was three, I mean, there's loads, but there was three that I really highlighted to the kids. I only had like 15, 20 minutes with them. So I was kind of, and I did want it to be quite interactive. Um, and the first one was like not being worthy and it's definitely something that I recognise from when I was younger and that kind of age that um, a lot of the decisions I made as a, as a kind of pre-teen, teenage, even actually into my 20s, a lot of decisions I made were based on a feeling of not feeling good enough. Um, a lot of the situations I ended up in were based upon a feeling of not feeling good enough. Um, a lot of the choices I made were feeling were that a lot of the relationships I ended, uh, I ended up in were, were again all stemmed from that not feeling good enough and part of my kind of tagline at the beginning is like know your worth because it's so powerful and when you do know your worth it really transforms your life in so many amazing ways and I was really hyper hyper aware of like really highlighting how important this was and I was saying to them like when you're a young child you think you're going to take on the world? Do you think that you're you have all these aspirations, all these goals? Nothing scares you, and then that your life and things that happen round about you, um, your environment, your conditioning, where, where you've been brought up, who you've been who you've been um surrounded by, um, your interactions, sentences. Like I remember, there's a, a few sentences that I can now remember and can connect to. The, that kind of feeling of not feeling uh, worthy or indeed um not having a voice like there's there's so many things now that I've done so much work in in the therapy kind of um that I probably wouldn't have tied to that but you recognize it as you start to kind of peel that onion second one was fear of failure um like that's that's a major one that you'll start to feel anxious over like that can have a you just won't even start because the fear of failure is so overwhelming that you think I just won't even try so again I was highlighting to the kids that like as a teenager as a preteen there is so much pressure on them and sometimes as an adult we don't recognize that we don't maybe appreciate that as much there is a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure if you like to fit in. There's a lot of pressure to study for exams. There's a lot of pressure to pass those exams. There's a lot of, like there's so much pressure on younger the younger generation. It's a generation that I genuinely wouldn't want to to grow up in. I feel like my generation was probably the last. Maybe like a little bit after me was probably the last that really had that um that childhood. I want to say like that childhood, like where you could where where things were different and things weren't maybe as um there wasn't as much judgment, there wasn't as much peer pressure. I mean it was still there, absolutely it was still there, but um 
yeah, th times have definitely changed. And then the big one was feelings of being judged. I just kind of said that. Um, it's another one of the most common ones, especially during those teenage years. Um, and I kind of highlighted to them that I'm not going to lie. People are going to judge them, like, but recognizing that it's on them and it's not a reflection of like the them themselves who's the person being judged um as a game changer because ultimately it's holding you and I said this to the kids this is holding you back if you're worrying about what other people are thinking about you like when you're your authentic sense it's authentic self your tribe are going to find you like that's like it's crazy because I actually wrote a post about this during the week um obviously as you guys know I mean the kids were in Finland in November the really end of November and it was absolutely freezing now it's freezing here in Scotland right now it's like on a par with how cold it was in Finland uh, maybe not quite but we're no far off it and um my two in Finland were like four layers on scarves like literally had the eyes only showing because it was so cold and yet here they've not got the scarf on, they've not got a hat on, they've not even got their jacket zipped up. And I don't even need to ask them why. It's totally because they're, they're worried about people people judging them for wearing a, a hat. Maybe the hat's not Nike or, uh, I don't know, like Ralph Lauren, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's crazy that people are staying in a place of pain, potentially, because of being worried about being judged by others it's just mind-blowing but it's it's a journey it's a process isn't it we go from being that child don't care going through this period and we all we've all been there of like that is like all you care about what other people think about you and then you kind of come full circle to the point where you're like I don't care I don't care what people think so then I posed them a question is this in your mind is this just in your mind and again, that was it was very mixed. It was very mixed. Some people were like, yeah, yeah, it's definitely, it's just your mind. And then other people were like, no, it's not. So I said, no, actually, it's more than that. There's so much that interrupts that and, and that can hinder or help it. So we talked about sleep, about the importance of sleep. Now, I actually had a really poor sleep last night and then I cannot believe how much how much it's affected me today. Um, I still got stuff done but it's definitely had a huge impact on my day. There's a saying that you win the morning, the night before, and oh my God, today that was so true. Um, so yes, I am very much absolutely back in that one million percent, and my lesson has been learned. Food, the the quality of food that you put into your body like it's so important and I, and I kind of gave the analogy like a car if you put the wrong type of oil into a car like petrol into a diesel a diesel into a petrol it's going to it's going to break down eventually so we kind of use that analogy to just highlight like the importance of like making sure you're fueling yourself properly um because it, sugary foods and junk food is so readily available it's so um it's just what people crave and cleverly so from the marketing of these these places. Um, but yeah, it's important that kids actually have the knowledge that that's not going to save them. Their activity levels, the screen time, we talked about that loads, about how having a screen right in your eyeballs before you close your eyes is not benefiting them. And then there was one class that asked me, 
like how much should I have? How much like and they were horrified that I was like like three hours, like no more than three hours. Absolutely horrified. And actually I must admit, like if give them their due a lot of the kids, I said, even I said like even though you don't admit it, do you believe you you have too much time on your on your phone? And I would say 90% of the kids shot their hand right up. So they are aware of it. It's just about whether they do anything about it. Um, routine, having a routine really can make a massive impact on your mental health. Communication, communicating when things are are heavy, when things are feeling a bit off, when you're just not feel, quite feeling yourself. Really communicating that to the people who you love, the people you feel safe around. Um, avoiding caffeine, caffeine, smoking and alcohol because they're all stimulants. Um, breath work and meditation, we talked about that. And actually some kids were really, really... Um, and in a, um, obviously there was a few that took Mickey, of course. Um, but yeah, breath work and meditation, we talked about the kind of the parasympathetic nervous system, can't even say that word. Um, and about how the importance of soothing that when you're in those kind of anxious um, or worried or even re reactive um, times in your life, that actually when you take it back to the breath and just really can start to focus on down in there, controlling it, it soothes that nervous system and it brings you back to a homeostasis. It's so, so powerful. And um, yeah, more people need to, need to recognise that and, or have the, at least have the knowledge that it's, that it's a tool that they have and they don't, it's, they don't need to pay for it. It's like a tool that's the life force as well. And then dealing with any specific issues that are causing anxiety was another one um, to make sure that they're not pulling up, they're not running away from it, they're actually, like, not fighting it, but they're, like, acknowledging it head on. And then I've got a little picture of a jigsaw puzzle, and it was just, like, it's a jigsaw. Like, it all fits together and makes your mental health potentially poorer or potentially better. And... and, and if you're ticking these boxes, you're certainly more likely to have less spells of kind of a down times. That's not to say you won't have down times. Of course, you're going to have down times. Where you are human beings, we are going to have that kind of a. It's not linear. It's like a a constant wave. Sometimes it's up. Sometimes it's down. Sometimes it's just in the middle. Um, but the more you can do to help your mental health, the better. And I just kind of finished with like your health is your wealth. And when you're younger, you don't think about the long term. You don't think about the bigger picture. Um, so looking after your health is so important. It's so important when you're young, but it's so it's equally so important. As soon as you have that awareness, you have that knowledge, you have power. You have power to change wherever you are. You have power to to switch where you are. You have power to rewire your brain. Like it's so it's there's so much out there that you can do to help yourself. Um, again, like I'm saying, I'm not going to taboo any sort of a different mental health issues or me mental health problems or mental health people that suffer because absolutely they are all there. I'm not going to um, what's the word like disrespect people, but if you're doing the things that are going to help then you're only going to put yourself in a better stead than if you don't. So I hope that landed well with you today. Um, a little bit random, but I just thought I'd share it because it was really powerful yesterday. I, I was absolutely buzzing actually at the end of it because the kids were just amazing and it's a lovely, lovely school and they do really, they do so much to just try and 
empower the kids and try and um, give them as much knowledge and as much wisdom as possible. And I was just so blessed to be part of it. So this is this is only the beginning. I'm absolutely buzzing to to keep sharing all, all my wee golden nuggets with as many people as possible. And the fact that I spoke to 300 pupils, if that impacted a handful of lives, then I'm happy. If you know, impacted one life, I'm happy. So sometimes it's just planting the seed and then allowing it to grow and just hoping and praying that it does. Anyway, have a fantastic uh, day, have a fantastic week, have a fantastic month and I will speak to you again next week. Mm-hmm.